You are Locked On Aggies, your daily podcast on the Texas A&M Aggies, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, everybody, and welcome back into another episode of Locked On Aggies presented by the Locked On Podcast Network. Cole Thompson back in action talking all things Texas A&M. And of course, we have the news coming out of College Station on the status of Texas A&M baseball what will be the plan moving forward? Who's going to be taking over? We have all that and much, much more to discuss as it is official. Rob Childress is out as the manager of Aggie Baseball. This episode of Lockdown Aggies is brought to you by Built Bar, where a candy bar meets a protein bar. Go visit BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCK15 to save 15% off your next purchase. As always, make sure you're following us on social media at Mr. Cole Thompson. I am the host of the show and I love public feedback. Anything you can do to make this more quality sounding podcast Monday through Friday, give me a follow, give me a shout out, and I will add it into the mix. Secondly, Locked on Aggies. Locked on Aggies is your number one source for all things 12-man related content found here on LOP. You can subscribe on iTunes, listen on Spotify, and if you can't do any of that, listen every single day at LockedOnPodcast.com. All right, so we know the breaking news. It's one that, you know, I think a lot of people... It's not even that they didn't disexpect it. What they thought just was probably going to be the case is now official. Rob Childress, after 16 years as AM's manager in baseball, is no longer a part of the program. That was decided after the season finale against LSU on Sunday. Texas A&M finished as the 7th ranked team in the SEC West. They are not in the SEC tournament. They will not be going to the regionals, to the super regionals. They will not have a shot to go to the college football, I mean the college baseball World Series. And with that, Ross Bjork is looking to go in a different direction. Now, let's get this out of the way. Childress was not fired by the team. That is the biggest thing of all. Everyone wants to know about legacy. Everyone wants to know how will his terms end. He was not fired. What he was, was he was not brought back due to his contract. He had a contract up in 2021. It just will not be renewed. And now Bjork is going to look in a different direction. According to Bjork, he has come out and said that they believe that Texas A&M can be a proven powerhouse program in the state for baseball, but also in the country. And if Childress cannot bring in that type of success, they're going to go in a direction with someone who can In our analysis, we believe that the program needs a new voice and a new identity, and our search for the next head coach will begin immediately. We, as Aggies, have high expectations for Texas A&M baseball, and we believe that the best baseball program in the country, and we will attract a great head coach. Now again, 16 seasons is a very long time for any single manager. It's a very long time for any single coach, no matter the sport. And when you look at Children's success, there's a lot of it. He did not make the tournament in his first year. He did not make the tournament in his last year. Besides that, he made it every single other season, going 13 straight appearances, including a school record of 13 consecutive appearances from 2007 to 2019. Keep in mind, last year, there was no season, so we don't know if there would have been 14 consecutive seasons, and that is why when we always go, oh, well, he was there 16 years, why is there only 13 appearances and 15 total? Because last year, due to COVID-19, There was no College World Series. There was no uh, regionals. There was no anything. Bjork also stated how he believes in Childress and that this is nothing personal. Everything is just based off of what they see and what they are trying to do for the future. 
Coach Childress is a great man, and we appreciate his long-term dedication to Texas A&M and for leading our baseball program of class and dignity in every phase. Coach Childress deserves our respect and our admiration for how he's represented our program, and we wish him and his family well and the best in his next chapter. I also want to thank our players for their determination and perseverance during this season with all of the protocols in place. As the manager for Texas A&M, his teams won six NCAA regional titles, two conference regular season crowns, four league tournaments, and made the College World Series twice, once in 2011 and once in 2017. The biggest thing of all that we've seen from the success of Childress is his ability to help pitchers reach their next level. That has been proven with Corbin Martin. That has been proven with Asa Lacey. That has been proven with Christian Roa, Chandler Joswiak. If you go a little bit further back, Michael Waka and Ross Stripling back in 2011. This is a guy who has done a great job as a pitcher's coach and developing pitchers into superstars. Now again, what they do at the professional level is all based off the coaching that they have in the system they are drafted to. But to be where they are right now, that is the difference. That is why there is a much success factor and a success record for this team as a head coach and as a manager for the Aggies he went 622 336 and 3 during his time do I agree with the move of firing Childress or letting go of Childress my bad they wasn't fired it's all based off who they bring in next Billy Kennedy was not getting the job done and he wasn't getting the job done for about two three years Kevin Sumlin was not getting the job done he wasn't getting the job done for about two three years This whole movement of success towards the next chapter in a player's life or in a coach's life for Texas A&M to reach that next height is fine. I have no problem with that. But Childress had one bad year. He had really two. His first was well before Bjork got there and his second was this past season in a year where all of his superstar pitching left to go to the NFL, I mean, go to the MLB, where all of his bats were diminished overall. And they had a loaded roster of players on players on players because of COVID-19. And Will Frizzell was a superstar. Everyone else was kind of just going with the flow, figuring out their pattern. Nothing wrong with that. But what I have a problem with is you're going to come out and say, oh, well, Childress is doing okay. We're going to go a different direction. What direction? Like, you have to have a plan in place that there's somebody there. Let's just go with this real fast. When Texas lost Shaka Smart to Marquette, they basically sat down and said, nope, we're not going to go in a different direction. What we're going to do is we're going to look at one guy and one guy only, and we're going to get him into Texas. That was Chris Beard. When Texas A&M fired Kevin Sumlin, They sat down and they said, you know what? We want Jimbo Fisher. We're going to go ahead and go through the interview process, but we're going to do everything in our power to get Jimbo Fisher to College Station. What's your plan? Do you have somebody in mind right now that can come in and be competitive for Texas A&M baseball? Can you do that? Because if you can, by all means, I 100% support you. Go out and get rid of Childress. If you don't, Well, you can't just go and say, oh, well, you know what? We're just going to have a down season. No, because you could have had a down season with Childress, brought him back on a one-year deal, and see if he had a prove-it year left. 
He didn't do that. So as an AM fan and somebody who has watched Childress be successful for this team, while he may not have brought them to the College World Series every single year, still successful. Seriously, uh, if you break this down, how many of these players, how many of these teams outside of the Big Four, South Carolina, Arkansas, Vanderbilt, and we're talking usually LSU, sometimes there's a Florida in there, sometimes a Georgia, how many of these teams consistently made the College World Series? None. Auburn went once, Texas A&M went once. One good team outside the Big Four. I know you're trying to get to that level, Ross, but if you can't bring in a guy who's going to be successful year one and building this team, Mississippi State, there's another one. You can't build that up, then just be okay with where you're at. You don't need to be number one every single year. And you got to be shoveling money down this you know, pipeline to be able to bring in a proven winner. And by the way, you have to get now a proven winner. You can't get one of these, oh, he's an up-and-coming guy. No. Because Childress was not an up-and-coming guy. Childress was ready to take over as a manager. He came in, and 13 years later, he was successful. And the only reason why it wasn't 14 straight years later was because of COVID-19. I get it. I do. And maybe as somebody who isn't the biggest AM baseball fan, I completely understand where the diehards out there are saying, well, Bjork deserves to be able to make his decisions because he's the AD, it's his team, they're trying to go in his image. Fine. So be it. But you better bring in a winner. Whether that be in conference, whether that be in state, I don't know what, but you better bring in a winner. That is a fact. Because Childress at least won games. One down year in 15 years, and he's gone. The next guy has zero excuse. Zilch. This episode of Locked On Aggies is brought to you by Lucy Nicotine. Lucy Nicotine is a company founded in Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better, cleaner nicotine alternative. Finally, tobacco's alternatives that don't suck. Research and developed for the last three years is made for people, not by patients. Lucy has nicotine gum in four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three different flavors, including pomegranate, cinnamon, and wintergreen. Lucy also has lozenges with four milligrams of nicotine that includes three flavors in cherry ice, citrus, and mint. The lozenges and gums are FSA and HSA eligible, so you and your FSA cards can purchase Lucy now. Listen, as somebody who used to vape, I was always craving the nicotine, but not really the smoking habit. If I still were to be a smoker today or a vapor today, I would use this product instead. Gives you that same nicotine taste, that same nicotine flavor, but instead of ruining your teeth and breath, it allows you to have a nice, refreshing treat. It's 2021. Put down the cigarettes, put down the vapes, and go ahead and get some Lucy Nicotine Gum or Lodges. Listen to our Locked On College podcast listeners. Go to lucy.com and use the promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE to get 20% off on your first order, including gum or lozenges. That's lucy.co. Use the promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE to check it out. Warning, nicotine is still a highly addictive product. This product includes nicotine derived from tobacco. Go check out lucy.co and be sure to use the promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE. Locked on Aggies presented by the Locked on Podcast Network. All right, now the question turns to what do you do at Texas A&M? 
who should be the next manager, who should come in, and who should be the guy that you're going to consider um, as the big-time breakout candidate to fill in for Texas A&M. Of course, there's multiple people who are discussing what to do next, but Baseball America came out with a big hot board of who should be the names to watch for, and both names come from the Big 12, formerly Texas A&M's conference. One is TCU's Jim Sloshinger, and the other one is Texas Tech's Tim Tadlock. The outlet described both as clear home run hires, stating the Aggies are very familiar with Slossenegel's success as they have beaten him in the Super Regionals back-to-back years from the Horde Frogs in 2015 and 16. Tadlock has built a monster program at Texas Tech, his alma mater, and has led the Red Raiders to four of the last six College World Series. Only two fewer College World Series appearances than A&M has had in its entire history. On top of that, those are some names to watch for. The other name that is going to be mentioned is Tony Vitello coming out of Tennessee. He is a name that has slowly been coming up on the rise because they have the best record in the SEC East. He has also helped develop a really good recruiting trail in the Smoky Mountains. He's also done a very good job of turning talent that can play a multitude of roles at the next level. The biggest name, of course, in the last several years has been Nick Senzel. Here would be the kicker. There has not been an SEC coach in the hiring process leaving a program to join another SEC program since 2005. The other two names that they're mentioning are Cup and Comers. East Carolina's Chris Godwin is closing, uh, coaching at his alma mater, but he has been an assistant both at Ole Miss and LSU, so he knows the SEC pretty well. More importantly, to the purposes of Texas A&M, he has worked with Ross Bjork in the past during his time when he was Ole Miss's athletic department leader before leaving for College Station back in 2018. The other two names to watch for that are slowly on the rise is Michigan's Eric Batchix, who everyone says has turned down multiple programs in the past because he wants to turn Ann Arbor into a super talented program. Remember that Michigan a few years ago was in the College World Series. I think they were a game away from winning it all, and they were the biggest sleeper that we saw. I want to say it was 2019. Uh, I want to say it was then. I don't think it was 2019. I think it was 2018. Uh, two other names to mention uh, would be Pat Casey, who is 62 years old, but he recently retired from Oregon State. They believe that he could be a great mentor while they training the next up-and-coming head coach. So that would be something to watch for. The other name that was mentioned was Dallas Baptist's Dan Hefner. He has been the subject about every major college program since his success at Dallas Baptist University, which he took them to the regionals a couple years ago and has led the Patriots to six straight NCAA tournament appearances. Of these hires... The one that AM has to go for and swing the fences for is an obvious one. It is absolutely, hands down, Tim Tadlock. If you're going to go ahead and fire Childress after the success he's had, you have to bring somebody in who is having immense success. What are we talking about? Six World Series since 2015. Four have featured the Red Raiders. They've won multiple Big 12 championships. They've done a fabulous job of contending. They recruit in Texas like crazy. And on top of all of that, Tadlock has already built a winner. If he leaves Lubbock for College Station, he's only adding in an extra winner. 
To me, that's the selling point. You leave the program still in great hands and you join a program that maybe is a piece or two away from being really, really talented in 2021. You still have good pitching. You still have some bats. You're not really letting things go. And you're setting yourselves up to be in a very good spot to build around the future. Tadlock has done that at Texas Tech. Now, the other name to watch for would be Schlosslangle. Again, Schlosslangle is now the co-winner of the Big 12 this year. So, he's going to have higher praise. And TCU is looking like the best team that we've seen by the Horn Frogs in years when it comes to baseball. You want that same success to come to Texas A&M. The name, though, that I think would make the most sense if they miss out on both. Because, again, Tadlock has to be willing to leave. Schlosslangle has to also be willing to leave. You can make an argument that if Batchik doesn't want to leave Ann Arbor, which he could not, he could be out. He could say, no, I'm good. I think you got to go with Godwin. Godwin at least has ties to Bjork. If East Carolina baseball is turning things around, maybe you have a better shot. But most of all, if nobody's going to lead their position in the SEC to go to another SEC team, you at least have to have somebody in the SEC who understands SEC recruiting and the importance of winning in the SEC. The most experience of all the coaches right now in the SEC in baseball against Vanderbilt, against Mississippi State, against Ole Miss, against LSU, against South Carolina, against Arkansas, would be Godwin. So Godwin may be the weakest of the hires because he's at a non-Power 5 school in the AAC, but he has the most experience coaching in the SEC. And sometimes having that experience as a coach and as a bench coach or as a pitching coach or as, you know, a third base coach or one of the other positions, but working in the conference gives you an edge. And to me, if you miss out, basically, okay, long story short, if you miss out on, in my opinion, Tadlock, I would make an offer for Godwin. I think you settle on Schlosslingle because again, Schlosslingle, it's my bad, Schlosslingle. You settle on him because if you're hopeful that everything that you've seen in Fort Worth will transition to College Station. Tadlock, consistency, consistency, consistency at Texas Tech. Godwin, adaptability, and more than any of that, references and knowing the land of SEC baseball. Those would be the top two hires I would go for. This episode of Locked On Aggies is brought to you by Built Bar, where a candy bar meets a protein bar. Now, you know about the Built Bar codes of the past. There's nine different flavors, but each one is covered in 100% real chocolate, so they're soft and easy to chew. Whether you enjoy a coconut, coconut almond, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, or a salted caramel, everyone has a different flavor. Every single bar is great tasting, but they're also healthy too. They're low in sugar, low in protein, I mean, high in protein, low in calories, and high in fiber. Most of the bars has 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugars, and only 4 net carb grams. Uh, when you go ahead and visit BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON15 to save 15% off your next purchase. That's LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. 
Stop eating the salty sweets and enjoy a treat that will meet your needs. Built Bar from BuiltBar.com. Locked on Aggies, presented by the Locked On Podcast Network. Each and every day, you can get caught up on the major sporting news coming out of every single college football conference, the NBA, the MLB, and of course, the NFL. Where? By listening to Locked On Today. Peter Bukowski breaks down every major sporting event in 25 minutes or less. Subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast listening systems. Let's just close out with this before we call it a day. We come back tomorrow and talk about more. The letting go, again, not being retained, of Childress comes to me as a double entendre. There's nothing I like about it, but there's nothing I hate about it. I will lean a certain way when the next hire is made. Think about this for a second. Childress leaves with 13 consecutive appearances in the NCAA tournament. He also leaves third in A&M history as a pitching coach at Nebraska. It's not a bad thing to, you know, kind of boast about. He had the second most consecutive appearances in not just the SEC, but in college baseball for making the postseason. A&M never was a bad team. This was their first year. 9-21 the SEC. They still finished above 500 with a 29-27 record. They had a down year in, in conference play. Outside of that, they won most of their games on the outside appearance. He said he was very proud of how the season went. You couldn't ask for more. And you have to realize that a lot of people, after he was let go, backed Childress. Not just for his leadership, not just for his ability to adapt with pitching, not just for his ability to bring in proven winners and consistently keep a certain agenda, but because of his overall character. To me, this says more on Ross Bjork trying to make AM a consistent winner in every single sport than anything else. He's not afraid to let go of people who have been there for a while and people who have been fabulous. Keep in mind that he fired A&M's women's golf coach, Andrea Gatson, who has three NCAA titles. She's a proven winner. She's done the work. She didn't do it at A&M, she did it at USC, but she still is a proven winner. Three NCAA titles. Think about this for a second. Kevin Sumlin was not a bad coach. He had down years. He wasn't a name that was really doing a good job of consistently being on top of the rankings. But he wasn't a bad coach. His time was just up. And A&M knew that. And they flung money as much as possible to go out and get Jimbo Fisher. Now again, you got to have that same mentality this time around. You flung money to go get Buzz Williams, who brought one team to the Sweet 16. Now, don't get me wrong. His success at Marquette is why he was so good and why he was so highly touted. Virginia Tech, really one good season, but that season he transformed the Hokies. You want to see that same success? If uh, if Schlossangle is the guy, if Tadlock is the guy, if Patello is the guy, if um, if Godwin is the guy, so be it. But this is more on Bjork than it is on anyone else. Bjork is here saying straight up, I'm here to win. 
And more than that, I believe Texas A&M can be successful in every single sport. It's okay to not be great in every sport. However, if you're trying to be the best in every sport in your state, therein lies the problem. And I think the whole battle between Texas and Texas A&M, as much as people don't want to admit that it's real, it's real. Texas A&M this past weekend won the national title in women's tennis. That's another win for the Longhorns over Texas A&M. Texas Tech baseball consistently is finding their way into the College World Series. Texas A&M is getting out in the Super Regionals. They're getting out in the regional round. They're playing the round robin and they're losing two games. That's Texas A&M. They're not winning in every sport. And because of that, Bjork wants to bring in winners. With the revenue that Texas A&M is bringing in in fan money. Yeah, I get why. But you better be 100% right that this is going to work. If you are the Aggies. If you are Bjork, whoever comes in better be ready to win. That's going to do for this edition of Locked on Aggies. Make sure you're following us on social media at Mr. Cole Thompson at Locked on Aggies. On tomorrow's show, we will be discussing the top 10 rankings. There are all top 10 rankings going into the preseason, going into the summer months. That will be our show. We'll discuss that much, much more. See you tomorrow. And remember, you give me all. This has been Locked on Aggies. Presented by the Locked On Podcast Network.